When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Bradley South, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight-year NFL vet. It's a mailbag Monday edition of Talk of Champions. Now, the most likely scenario is you're listening to this podcast on Tuesday morning or Tuesday afternoon. Regardless, I asked for Ole Miss questions on Monday on Twitter and the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com, and foodofon3.com message board, and you delivered. We're not going to be able to get to every single one of them because there was 90 combined, but we'll get to as many as we can. Brad, what's up? What's up, Ben? What you been up to, man? Same old, same old. How are you? Good. Same, man. Just, um, you know, travel softball or whatever you want to call it. Basketball, sports, you know, just a, just the average average dad bod stuff, you know? Yes. That's what our lives are right now. And that's what they're going to be for a long time. But every single Monday, I've been putting it out for people to give me old Miss questions. And Mailbag Monday has become a thing. It's become a thing. So we're going to keep it going until y'all stop submitting questions. We're going to keep going with the mailbag. People seem to like that. But what have you been really paying attention to Ole Miss wise lately? What's caught your eye? Anything? You know, I've been trying to keep up a little bit of baseball, trying to hear some tidbits on, you know, what's going on there. A um, little bit in recruiting. I try to try to see if there's anybody else. We're kind of, we're kind of lining up or, or, um, you know, kind of going after, but it, it looks like right now we're going to save these last spots um, for, you know, to, to see what we need after the spring. Is it, it would be my thought unless somebody really came along that they really wanted, but I know they feel good about where they're at with everything and, um, you know, may, maybe maybe have an ad or two after the spring, after spring practice. How do you feel right now about this team? February 7th, 2022, the roster's not going to be like this in August. We know they're going to add more, but right now, if you had to venture a guess on February seventh, two thousand and twenty-two, what the record is next year, what would you say, or next season? Well, excuse me. Well, I think I think there's two things to think about right now. I mean, we're we're a very talented roster. I mean, from what we added, um, you know, I, I think we're very talented. Now, now, as far as expecting these guys just to come out and go right back to the Sugar Bowl, I don't think it's realistic. I think they're going to need some time to kind of create a team i mean you got a bunch of guys coming from all over but it, it takes some grinding together to, to create a team um and, and but but that they have all the pieces to do it that's the fun part and another thing that's really going to help us man is our schedule is very favorable this year very favorable i mean if you look at the first you know five to six games um you know maybe even seven games i mean they're very winnable games for us you know and, and our toughest opponent is going to be going to be kentucky but we got them at home so um yeah, this is you couldn't have you couldn't have drawn this out any better for uh, for trying to assemble a new team with with good pieces and but but not only that now they get you know some games under their belts together that 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 should be winnable from a talent standpoint. So uh, if you had to ask me today, man, I still think eight is the floor for for this team. Seven to eight's the floor, and like I said last year, if, if all goes well, 
Um, it wouldn't shock me just depending on what other teams do in the SEC um, to see us have a, you know, eight, nine, maybe 10 win season, which would, which would be crazy to think about. But it really seems like the floor just based off the schedule. On Monday, Vegas odds makers predicted the 2022 Heisman Trophy. Put odds on it. Number one is Bryce Young, Alabama, plus 250. C.J. Stroud, plus 400, Ohio State. Caleb Williams, now at USC, plus 800. But John Robinson from Texas, the running back, plus 1,600. Quinn Ewers, plus 2,000. Travion Henderson from Ohio State, plus 2,000. Anthony Richardson, Florida, plus 2,000. Jackson Dart is plus 2,500 between JT Daniels, who's in the transfer portal but is listed as a Georgia quarterback, not, not Stetson Bennett, JT Daniels, and Braylon Allen of Wisconsin, the running back, for plus 3,000. Jackson Dart, plus 2,500. Plus twenty five hundred. That seems way too low. I mean, that be that may be worth putting ten bucks on. I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, never know. Um, well, uh, one thing. Listen, he's got the talent. He's a big, good body, you know. And I will tell you this though: there's is going to be a battle between him and Altmaier. So uh, much more so than people realize. So, um, but if you're the odds makers, you're thinking, hey, man, anybody in Lane's offense. Um, if they have the talent as well, they're going to put up massive numbers. And, and I think that he is, he's one of those kids that, you know, if all goes well, man, I mean, he could, he could totally light it up and come out of nowhere. I don't think, I don't think he's going to win the Heisman next year by any means, but you know, he's a young kid. And, and from his talent standpoint, if it, if he is, um, you know, progresses like, like someone like a growl, you know, I mean, he could, I could certainly see him put up some massive numbers and, and going into the following year, be, be pretty highly, Highly touted it as far as a Heisman candidate. If I gave you Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, or Caleb Williams, or the rest, you had to pick the Heisman winner. Those three or the rest, and the rest would be Quinn Ewers, Jackson Dart, Keaton Slovis at Pittsburgh is plus two thousand. Anthony Richardson. Would you take those three or the field? Uh, you would definitely take one of those three. I think Bryce Young probably wins it again, um, it, or maybe not again. But I mean, I don't know. He's Man, he he was just, he really was impressive late in the year. I, w- I wasn't a huge fan at first. Um, I thought it was was maybe you know not not quite. I thought he was kind of just surrounded by a bunch of talent. But as I, as I watched him play late down the stretch, man, he actually was a pretty good quarterback. So um, I can't imagine he won't light it up again this year. The Bradley Sal seal of approval for Bryce Young. Finally, it only took him winning the Heisman, getting within a touchdown or whatever it was against George in the national championship game. Only took that for you to finally give him your stamp, your seal of approval. Yeah, well, it, the Heisman's really relevant when it comes to, to what I think's you know next-level talent. But I will say this, watching him throw it, throw at, throw his way out of coverages and stuff was was pretty impressive at times, especially, I mean, I forgot what game it was. It was Georgia or somebody where, um, you know, he saw that, that his guy had it was pretty much man. And, um, you know, he anticipated the corner route before it ever even even broke, and I was like, "Man, that's pretty impressive to know, um, you know, to know where to go with the ball like that, especially when it looked like too high, but it converted to man there at the end." And you know, to me, when you see stuff like that, that's stuff you see you see on days um, when you throw guys open or throw to the spot before it ever even comes open. So, yeah, he was he's pretty impressive. This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett. He's Bradley South. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review Talk of Champions in iTunes, and when you do. Leave a five-star review. 
It doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and affiliateofon3.com. And Brad's there, too, on the message board, omspirit.com and affiliateofon3.com. It's time to open the mailbag. Mail time. The the mail's here. You've got mail. Special mail for you. This is a letter to Hollywood saying, keep it up. Movies are great. We're going to start this mailbag edition of Talk of Champions with Duke at OLMstead Inc. Is it even possible for the NCAA to police NIL? If so, what steps can they take? I don't know, Ben. I mean, <laughs> they've already opened up this massive can of worms and trying to reel it back in is just going to create more backlash. So, um, you know, you, you say a player can use you know name and likeness, but now they've turned it into essentially schools just paying players. So, um, you know, and, cre- and, and doing it in the name of whatever business, you know, they just, hey, create a business and whatever, here's an IL deal. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how you – how you reel that back in but um yeah good luck i I hate to be the ncaa we have a combined 90 questions between the Ole Miss Spirit message board and Twitter. We're not going to be able to get to all of them. So what we don't get to, we'll try to get to later on in the week. But we got about an hour here to try to get through as many as possible. And I'm going to split up Twitter and the Ole Miss Spirit. Right now we're at Twitter. Ryan Long. At Rhino underscore Longo. Ole Miss football has done somewhat well with NIL and great with a portal. But is there a way we can do it with baseball? Um, you know, I think in time they'll get to they'll get to other sports, but right now the the initial need was in football, and um, you know I think they've kind of tackled that, and you know it, it just is what it is. Man, football is what generates a lot of the money, um, you know, for the school. So I think they want to get that lined out first, you know. And one thing people got to realize about NIL, like listen, it's a name and likeness thing, and it, and even when you're in the even when you're in the NFL at the highest level, you don't get a ton of deals unless you're the superstar and it's still going to always be the same way in college sports even more so i mean a lot of times you're doing nil deals for guys and you know it doesn't really benefit the business so guys are motivated to do it but you know it's just not everyone's going to get nil it's it, it's the same way and at all levels like or, or get you know advertising dollars so um yeah they're, they're gonna they're gonna obviously take care of football first are you enjoying doing mailbags every week these people seem to like the mailbags, but it's all about you and answering questions. Do you like doing these? Yeah, I enjoy it. Okay. It's making sure you're not burnt out by the mailbag yet. Sims Gore at underscore Sims Gore. Is there any scenario where Kermit Davis, Ole Miss men's basketball coach, gets fired at the end of the season? If it completely falls apart, if they lost the rest of their games, I don't know, maybe all but two of their games, I could see something like that. And is Mike White available? Because I think that Keith, despite what you think about Mike White, I think that Keith would move on Mike White if he was available, if things had gone really, really poorly. But I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think there's a real scenario, a realistic scenario, where Kermit's not here next year. Beham Ole Miss Club at Beham Rebel Club. Why is Peacemaker the best show in television? I've only seen the first three episodes, and it's great. The reason why, if you do think it's the best show in television, the reason why you think that is because comic book movies and television shows are the best thing in entertainment if they don't take themselves too seriously, which Zack Snyder never got. Hunter Kinneberg at Hunt Kinneberg. I can just see you and hear you rolling your eyes as I talk about this stuff. I can. Hunt Kinneberg at Hunt Kinneberg. Ideal NFL landing spot for Matt Corral. Personally, 
hope to see him in Denver. Um, Denver will be cool for him. I mean, it's just all going to depend on the system, man. I mean, um, I really don't know what, um, you know, what the correct system is. You know, I, I think it's the Kyle Shanahan type deal, Sean McVay, you know, a lot of, a lot of play action type stuff, like getting them on the move. Don't completely, you know, I just don't picture Corral sitting back there, you know, in the pocket all the time, you know, just dissecting defenses. I just don't think that's his game. Um, but, you know, could be wrong there, but I just don't see it. So um, I think it's going to just depend on the system, you know, and, and hopefully throughout the process, whenever he's doing interviews and stuff, he's kind of getting a, getting an idea of, of um, you know, who, who could potentially target him and all that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, you, you pray for him. You hope that he gets to gets with a coach that um, that can highlight him. Because man, if if they don't, or they don't, you know, or they don't go all in on on on. I've seen this happen. If they don't go all in on on creating offense that that's fit for him, it could be ugly. And that's with any quarterback in general. So, um, you know, you're hoping whoever gets him is is all in on him and wants to wants to put him in the right situation. Nick Blakely at CFC Nicholas. Will Ben Van Cleve hit a home run this year? <laughs> I don't know. He'll hit a lot of singles for sure. He'll, he'll hit some off the. He'll hit some in the gap. I mean, he'll he'll hit some almost homers. But um, that's his approach. Yeah. He's gap to gap. He's not trying to hit home runs. Maybe he should because yeah. he doesn't have one yet. He's gotten close, but he doesn't have one yet. He's got to have one. You can't be a big guy like that and not have a home run. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it'll come. Hopefully, hopefully he'll he'll have a, a massive year and get some of the haters off of him. Let's jump to the Ole Miss Spirit message board. W. Zimmer 25, better sporting experience, Ole Miss baseball game or football game, which includes the, the Grove pregame. Well, you can't compare anything to the Grove. The Grove is really special itself. Um, I, will, I, I personally enjoy going to the baseball games better because I don't know as much about the sport. I know enough to, to really understand it, but – Football, like for me, when I watch games, I'm like dissecting the things that aren't enjoyable for a fan. You know, I'm seeing stuff that either annoys me or, you know, frustrates me. And I watch it in just a totally different light. So I don't necessarily enjoy watching football because all, you know, when I was playing, we just, we would watch you know, loads and loads of film and you're watching it from like an analytic standpoint, not like an enjoyment standpoint. So to me, I get to relax and have more fun at baseball games and, um, you know, just just enjoy the whole atmosphere. I enjoy baseball better. I do like that. This is the first year I really did the Grove. Um, you know, I didn't do it as a kid. I didn't do it when I was here, and I was gone for the nine years. So this is the first year I, did. I was actually had a really good time in the Grove this year. So, um, yeah, they're both awesome experiences. Rebel 504 Brad and Ben, where are you going to be posted for the baseball games this year? Also, are y'all going to shotgun a beer for opening weekend? Maybe y'all could race each other. Hashtag Omaha Webs. <laughs> Ben, if if you and I raced, do you think you'd have a shot? No, no. But if it was a beer race, like a chugging contest, I would win. Yes, you would win that 100%. I would 100% lose in a race to you. I know that. (laughs) Yes. Of course. I don't know. Dude, I don't know, man. Oh, I am slow. I've always been slow. Always. Lately, man. Like, I've been making my, my little softball team run foul poles and, like, I, I like him getting outran by some nine-year-old girls. So, like, I, I may not have No, anymore. no shot, no shot. With me, you will always win, always. You see me play golf, always, 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 yes, always. John the Rebel Aider? I got that wrong. Which is the better movie franchise, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Harry Potter, because there's eight of them. Scott uh, P21, Brad, 
Will you be getting Hogwarts Legacy when it comes out? P.S. This is a Ben question, in all honesty. He won't be getting it. It's a video game. PS5, Hogwarts Legacy. I will be buying it the minute it comes out. I've already pre-ordered it, if that's possible. But I know that I've certainly got it queued up in the PS5. Let me Google what Hogwarts is. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Mac M, how do you think they will split the carries this year? It's hard to imagine that Judkins will get as many carries as our third back from last year did. Maybe more of a one-two punch than all three? Man, I'm... Uh, yeah, I'm hoping that they kind of limit that down to, hey, let's have a defined starter. Let him get, you know, the massive carries. I feel like, you know, it is good to have a lot of backs. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, if you watch what Baylor did versus us, man, they just handed it off to their to their beasts or their 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 bell cow, you know, 27 times or whatever it was. And, you know, they you get in a rhythm like that. I know that's not really our offense. You know, we're going to be more up-tempo and they're going to, you know, a guy could get stuck in there and get five straight plays or they could rotate him, whatever. But, you know, I'm hoping this year it's a more of a one-two kind of deal, and I don't think that they're going to be trying to, you know, satisfy three backs this year. I think you're going to see more. I think you're going to see a lot of Evans, and then um, you'll see some Judkins. But I, like I said, I still think there's going to be an ad there at some point. I don't know who, don't know when, but just looking at – if you look at the depth chart, that just seems like an obvious ad or a spot where after the spring I can see them going, okay, let's let's go get one – back he may be especially he may be smaller maybe whatever but something's going to happen in that room i think we'll get right back to bradley sal on this mailbag edition of talk of champions after i tell you briefly about bna bank and thomas chandler of modern woodman two proud sponsors of talk of champions bna bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking for generations bna bank has been a stable fixture in northeast mississippi supporting and investing in our local small businesses local schools local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. Are you looking for a career change? Maybe COVID threw you for a loop. Maybe it's time that you did something else. Maybe you're just tired of working 9 to 5 for 40 hours every week just to make money for someone else. Well, our phone line sponsor, Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, is looking to hire new financial representatives here in Mississippi. No background experience is necessary. You do have to be a resident of Mississippi, but what he's looking for is someone who is highly self-motivated and wants to make a difference in the lives of others. A full-time position comes with benefits such as health insurance, a matching 401k, and a pension plan. Don't wait around anymore. It's time to make a change. So for more information, feel free to reach out to Thomas Chandler today directly through Facebook or his number at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. Make the change. Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, the title sponsor of Talk of Champions. Are well done in hand-to-hand combat, Brad. How many five-year-olds could you beat up with no weapons? (laughs) <laughs> well, I have four. Um, you know, they're not, they're a little two older than five, two or under five. So we, you know, I would say I get, I get dominated pretty good by, by, um, by some kids and some wrestling matches. So, um, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, I feel like I deal with a, a whole slew of kids every day. P Willie 43. Did Ole Miss attempt to hire David Cutcliffe? If not, why not? Do you think Texas hiring cut, which hasn't happened yet? It's being floated as a possibility. It's a rumor out there. But if Texas were to hire cut, does that make an impact 
on their standing with Arch. Yeah, I don't have um, – I don't think Ole Miss was, was probably even thought about it, to be honest with you. I haven't heard that at all. Not at all. Yeah, I haven't heard one thing. Um, yeah, I know they're hiring guys from – from all over wherever but yeah i don't know i don't know if that's um i, I do know <laughs> him going to texas gives me the um kind of what what i was thinking anyway so if he does go to texas so um yeah that just seems like it's set up for for the ultimate um ending so yeah why Ole Miss wouldn't hire David Cutcliffe? Well, there are a number of reasons i think Ole Miss might be interested in that if it would directly impact arch but this has to be a two-way street you need two to tango Remember how David Cutcliffe was fired and how he was fired and how all that played out? Remember the very public flirtation with Kentucky? It's not so easy as, hey, David Cutcliffe can help Ole Miss with Arch. Let's go hire David Cutcliffe. If you look at it from Lane's standpoint, too, like I just don't think he'd want to do that just to, just to land a kid. I think his thought is, hey, we'll recruit the kid hard as we can. If you know we feel like we can get him, if we can't, then – you know, we just didn't do good enough, good enough job recruiting them. We'll go get the, we'll get another guy. You know, I mean, it's uh, I don't feel like they need David Cutcliffe to land a, a top a quarterback they feel like they can win a championship with. That's just that's just what it is. You know, I don't think he would he would he would target a guy just to just just for a recruit. And the harsh truth is that Jackson Dart provides you cover for not getting Arch Manning. Yeah, and there will be another Jackson Dart kind of guy right after Jackson Dart. So I mean. That's what that's what I said earlier on the message board was like get your mindset off of hey it's Archer bus for Ole Miss football that's not the case um, do we want him heck yeah he looks awesome he I think he's gonna be an awesome talent but is there gonna be another as a matter of fact there'll be three or four guys in that class go in the first round at quarterback I almost guarantee it and there'll be another one or two or three from that class that'll actually make it to the NFL and there'll be another one or two that'll come out of nowhere and actually probably get drafted so. There will be a lot of talent, is, is what I'm trying to say. There's always talent every year. So there will be other guys that, that can win a championship. This is purely podcast nonsense. This is not reporting. This is nothing. This is just me coming up with a stupid question to throw at you. Would you rather start Luke Altmyer knowing, not get Jackson Dart, you got to have Luke Altmyer and just Luke Altmyer knowing you're 100% going to land Arch, or would you rather have Jackson Dart knowing you're not going to land Arch? I, I I would never want to go on the season with just with just one quarterback option. Like if it meant that we can get Altmaier and um, Dart, I mean I I think you take you take what you're given right then. You know you don't know. There's no guarantee that any of these quarterbacks pan out. That's the thing. And like I get it, he's an awesome talent. I'm sure he will pan out. But there's always there's never a guarantee, man. Like you just you just never know until they get there. Um, you know, I think you take whatever talent you get every year and, and listen, every other school that he's going to go to or looking at has talent. Like the, like Texas brought in the Ewers guy or whatever. Georgia has uh, every five star you can think of a quarterback and, and for whatever reason, the walk on starts. So, um, no matter where he goes, there's every year they're going to get a talented guy, um, at the school. So, um, yeah, to say that, you know, we're, we, we should be doing the same is my point. You know, every year, you know, even, even after you were come here, I'd hope we, we'd go out and try to recruit the best guy. So that's, that's kind of where, where I stand on it. Reb 601. Haven't heard from 40 in a long time. 40 being control like it. I haven't either. Any chance we can get him on the pod? Not looking good right now. Would love to hear what he thought about the season and what Lane has done in the portal. I would too. So 40, if you're listening, holler at me. Lane's sane clown posse. That's good. Do you think this is the year that Bianco embarrasses his inner fun side and just lets the team play loose? 
They played loose uh, last year. I th- I don't I always think they played like decently loose. They get tight. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, they get tight in the, the the super regional, but I just think that's a matter of we just I don't know. I mean, I I don't ever th- I don't think we're an uptight team by any means. I think this year will be a very veteran like I think I think this I think our team the guys on this team will be in charge of this team this year. Like this is going to be a team I think you can sit back and let and put on autopilot and let them kind of create their own uh, um, you know, identity. And I, I think that's what he'll do this year. Another one from Lane, Sane Clown Posse, like Insane Clown Posse. You get it? Over, under. Yeah. <laughs> this team hits over 100 home runs. I say over. Is that what's the typical number? That just seems high. That does seem high. Let me look it up. Efforting. Two a game. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 100 make me do it. I don't know. 100. What did they hit last year? They hit. 85, 85 all games last year. Oh, yeah, well. That's I, all games. That's going to the third game of Super. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that that would be some massive numbers. But, you know, you got to think, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's certainly doable, but it would that would be a, that'd be a heck of an effort. Kevin Graham hit 14. Jacob Gonzalez hit 12. Tim Elko hit Damn, 16. Gonzalez. Yeah. Gonzalez hit 12? Yeah. Is he going to so. go for 20? He going for 20? They only had three guys hit double digits last year. So let's say, do you think TJ McCants can go from five to 10? Uh, yeah, maybe. Do you think Kevin Graham can go from he, 14 to 17? Elko, fully healthy for a year, he could be a 20 bagger. Well, there you go. That's four more. We're getting there. Jacob Gonzalez hit 12 as a true freshman. Do you think he hits 15? Yeah, I, th- I think you can go there. Elko, Elko, if Elko stays healthy, I mean Graham. Yeah, dude, you're going to have three. I think you have three for sure. Mid double did like Ooh, Justin Bench hit seven last year. Hayden Leatherwood hit seven. Hayden Dunhurst hit seven, and Peyton Chatney hit six. If two of those guys hit ten, oh my god, could we have could we have seven guys hit ten home runs? Don't do this that. Year? Don't do that to yourself. You're only going to disappoint yourself. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> BBB forty. I've heard Freeze is a real player at Auburn. If Harson goes, thoughts? Um, I mean, I think he did a good job there. I mean, uh, he's. Um, I mean, there's no reason to think he wouldn't do good. I mean, if he came to Ole Miss and did what he did, um, you know, Auburn can get just as good a talent, if not better. So, I think he'd do fine. I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm it'd be it'd be crazy storylines, but yeah, he. I think he would do fine down there. I really the do. Brian Harson deal is completely untenable at this point. They have to go their separate ways. Yeah, that that that, that escalated kind of quickly down there. Like I didn't even view. They him never that. wanted to hire him. That was Alan Green, the AD. He hired him. He said, "I'm gonna go get my guy." Completely spurned all his boosters that are way too hands on. If you think it's bad at Ole Miss, you've seen nothing until you've seen Auburn. Auburn's a mess. Yeah. Well, I'm glad because that'll be yeah. it. I don't like a good Auburn. I like an Auburn when they're. When they're where they are right now, the only program in the SEC West that is going backwards at all is Auburn. Yeah, not a great place to be. Is Hugh Freeze not the good. guy to save you from that? I find it really hard to believe that Hugh Freeze in this hiring cycle, if he was going to get hired and pulled away from Liberty, he would have gone this cycle. He wanted Virginia Tech. He desperately would have taken Oregon. Pick a school. Like think of how many big jobs came open this year. And Hugh Freeze, was he a realistic candidate at any of them? 
Mm-mm. Now you're telling know. me he's going to get hired at Auburn? Well, maybe that's the perfect marriage because he's desperate and those boosters are insane. He doesn't mind being meddled with because he desperately wants another big job. I can tell you somebody who would who would be squirm a little bit would be be Saban because for whatever reason he struggled with freeze. He did, and yeah, that that would that would probably make him a little bit. I, I think so much so that he may have. I think he had freeze down there a couple times or something. Or I almost thought they want to hire him as OC at one point, but it, it got blocked. I don't know if that was true, but um, I've heard yeah, that. It, I've heard that. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, that would that'd be interesting hire. I, I don't. Really, I wouldn't really care, to be honest with you. But um, listen, Ole Miss fans are going to be talking about Hugh Freeze from now to the end of time. I'm not going to lie, though. Listen, that Liberty gig is better than people think. They have some real money behind that place. What's the so. pressure for him? What's the pressure? Yeah. He's the, the highest thing. paid G5 coach, and as long as he stays bowl eligible, they'll build a statue for him. Yeah. Well, they have real plans for that place, man. I mean, I, I saw a quote where they're. Yeah, that their goal is to be the Notre Dame of independent football at some point. Now that's a big goal, but I think they have some pretty good money behind that place. So I it would mean, be the Southern of, Baptist version of Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. Like hardcore yeah. Southern Baptist version, not Catholicism or anything like that. No yeah. Mormons going to play at Liberty. B Ford at B Ford eighty nine. Any news? We're back to Twitter. Any news on special teams coordinator? I haven't heard anything. I'll be honest. I haven't heard nothing. Yeah, I haven't heard anything either. Um, yeah, I, I, nothing. Honestly, nothing on that front. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know the special teams coordinating community even enough to even know a name. But I'm sure it'll be somebody that um, I'm sure Lane will reach out to his agency and they probably represent a bunch of coaches. Go through that first, and then you know try to sift through some some viable candidates. That's the homework we've got for this week. You and I have to dig around and see if we hear of anything about special teams coordinator. I keep forgetting about it. To be honest with you. Here, I'll make it good as an answer before the end of this pod. So, <laughs> Breck Jones at Breck Jones asked Brad if he enjoyed the banquet on Friday. Oh, nice! Yeah, I did. Um, what was Friday? So, so Friday we went to a, a, the police officer of the year banquet um, here in Oxford, and I was asked by my neighbor, who is a decent friend, you know, just pretty good guy, and he just randomly texted me like, "Hey, you want to come to the?" police officer of the year banquet and we did and i actually was i actually thought it was really cool to go to because you got to learn like you know first off how many officers are in a police department how it's structured like a team um how you know how important everybody's job is and and the stuff they go through i mean i thought it was very very neat i love stuff like that anyways i like uh, if you invite me to go to some random whatever software thing i I just like learning about other industries and, and how they operate and um, yeah, I thought it was a really cool deal. And Mike Bianco actually spoke and I thought he gave some, some really good points some really good, um, you know, tips to not really tips, but just, you know, kind of some good viewpoints there. So yeah, really cool deal. And, um, you know, we're lucky to have, have a group that that's, um, you know, that, that good here in Oxford. So pretty cool. Breck Jones also wants to know if you'll play on his softball team this spring, let him down easy. <laughs> uh, well, listen, so <clears throat> Maybe, maybe I was one of the decent ones because I've had a couple teams from the teams that crushed us ask if I want to play. So I don't know, man. I'm getting a little old. I'm telling you, I'm doing this softball stuff with with these with my daughter, and I'm trying to get out there and like, you know, we had a couple Ole Miss softball girls come out to our practice and kind of give like a camp 
um, to our team. And I was trying to like get out there, like move around a little bit. Dude, I like I got cricks everywhere, dude. Like I don't know what the deal is, but I'm getting old fast when it comes to sports world. So I don't know. I'll see in the spring how how my back's feeling and stuff. Maybe I'll get out there and play a little more softball. Your phone just buzzed. Is that the update on the special teams <laughs> coordinator? Uh, nope, not yet. Uh, all right. At Nate underscore Bloomberg, favorite spot in Oxford for one steaks, two burgers, three wings. Please help me settle a debate, Ben. You're number one for steaks. Downtown Grill? Um, I like um, Grill House. Yeah, I like Grill House, too. What about burgers? Handy Andy? Uh, best burger in Oxford. Now, they're probably not known for their burger, but I like I like Boo Ray's burger. It's just, which is weird. It's it's not as good as I don't think it's probably not as good as Handy Andy. It's not or Taylor, but um, Boo Ray's got a decent burger at times. Shout out to my buddy Moses who owns El Agave. They have a really good burger, really good. <laughs> I'm sure my kids have gotten it. It's a great burger. You should try. It. Wings. Oh, Coop, Coop Deville. Easy. I don't do Moes. Moes and Oxford no. got some salt. No, but no. Mo. So there Mo's is a wrong salt. answer to wings. It's Coop. Lemon pepper wings from Coop. Oh, you would get lemon pepper wings. Hold up. Who gets lemon pepper wings? I mean. Everybody eh. on Twitter and on the message board listening right now, let this man know, what do you get at Coop DeVille? Lemon pepper wings at 3 in the morning. Lemon, <laughs> I love it. That's like my dad. My dad puts lemon pepper on every bit of chicken he ever cooks. It's a very like, dad thing to do. Can you just unlemon pepper a couple of those pieces of chicken so I can, <laughs> you know. Eat it, please. It's his meat. That's Dude, but it, no, but it, it, it's it's so lemon pepper that the, that the chicken's yellow. I'm like, <laughs> like that sounds delicious. All, you can ease off the lemon pepper a little bit, my man. Kevin at KAC three three one seven five nine Ben slash Brad. What players on the Ole Miss roster might be likely portal transfers after spring ball, and why? And is there anyone on other rosters like Auburn's who might jump in come spring who we may want? So the second question is way too early to even speculate on that. But there is an Auburn transfer wide receiver in the portal right now, Javarius Johnson, their leading returning wide receiver that Ole Miss is a favorite right now to land. So that's the one to watch out for. But for other ones that might get in, man, there's so many possibilities. But for Ole Miss, the roster, who on the roster might be likely portal transfers after spring ball. Anybody in mind for you? I don't, I don't know, man. I, I have to say our wide receiver room will be one to watch. It's it is heavy in there, man. There's a lot of guys, and I know that they're they're not going to get in that situation they got in last year where they felt like you know they were searching for guys. So, man, I think that'd be one to watch. There were some highly talented freshmen in there, but they're adding guys left and right. You got Heath, you got um, you know quite a few guys. And I'm gonna tell you right now, a guy they're extremely high on that that they think is going to be like the real deal is the Knox kid from Missouri. So. Um, do not forget him. I'm telling you right now, they are very high on him. Um, you know, like extremely high. So there'll be, that'll be an interesting room to watch. I think there may be some guys that'll, um, you know, if they don't get to play this spring could, could flee out of there. Evan O at Evan LMNOP. How does Derek Nix keep missing the ax? Not saying he should go. Just wondering great recruiter, great coach, have someone blackmailed. Thanks guys. Love the pod. Thank you for listening because he's a great recruiter, an in-state dynamite recruiter. And I think every yeah, I think every coach sees that value. He actually fired Delane Kiffin, Derek Nix, or let him go when he first came on. But then he's looking around. He's got to find a wide receivers coach. 
And he goes, I'm looking for somebody to really be a dynamic in-state recruiter, coach wide receivers, but we're lacking in that area on our coaching staff. We need an in-state dynamite recruiter. And he was told by someone already on staff that had been at Ole Miss, not only under Lane, but under Matt Luke too. Well, Derek Nix is that guy. He knows everybody in this state. Any player of consequence from Mississippi, he knows the player, he knows the family, he knows the coaches. That's what his greatest value is. And what does Lane Kiffin do? Hire him as a wide receivers coach. He's never coached wide receivers before. He's a former running back, always coached running backs. And now he's been elevated to associate head coach, wide receivers coach. And it all comes back to how important he is as an in-state recruiter. Because if Derek Nix left tomorrow or got fired tomorrow, Mississippi State, you, you pick a school, Alabama, that recruits the state, they'd come after Derek Nix. He has real value in that way. Yeah, I would agree, man. He's a great person, too. So um, just, just the kind of guy you want on your staff. Trey Porter at CRP Triple I regarding NIL collectives. This is for you. What are the ranges of funds these players are getting, and can they stack these deals? Um, what's the, I don't know what he means by stack the deals. Um, get multiple so, deals. So if I get one deal from a tire shop, I can get another deal from so-and-so. I think they can. Uh, yeah. 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 You can get, listen, any business that's one, there are guys that have multiple deals. I, I want to say Ely had, you know, five plus. Um, now, now these deals aren't, aren't as big as people are reporting. And I'm going to tell you that right now they're, um, they're, you know, they can range from, I mean, I want to put a number on it cause some guys are different than others, but it's not as these guys that are reporting these millions of dollars that you would have to show me the actual paperwork on those. Cause I, uh, there may be a guy or two, but I don't, I don't think that's, that's all too realistic. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're not some, I mean, they could be as little as, Hey, you know, you go come take a picture for 2,500 bucks or, Hey, I'll, you know, it could be a 50 grand deal over a span of a couple of years. So they, they, they're, they're, that's usually the range somewhere, you know, the bigger ones being 50 and the, and the lower ones being, you know, it could be 2,500 bucks, thousand bucks, whatever, but um, they're not. I don't think some of these are as massive as, as being reported because because really, what's the value to the company? You know, if you give a kid a million dollars, you're not, not going to ever see a dime. You know, that kid's not going to generate you know more than a million dollars for you. You know, unless it's a absolute you know bona fide, um, you know, sure enough, first round, first pick. Back to the Ole Miss Spirit message board. UM retiree, best non Ole Miss quarterback you saw play in college in person. Cam Newton when he came to Oxford. Yeah, Cam Newton was a good one, but he's just so he's so daggum big, man. Like he was, yeah, he was. He was a really good one. Um, Johnny Football. Yeah, I never got to see him play because he was he was a lot um, a lot younger than me. I don't know, man. I mean, there's Dante uh, Culpepper, T- Central Florida. Tebow was really good. I mean, I remember we he played really him. Good. He was he was pretty pretty tough to game plan against. So, yeah, the, probably Tebow or Cam Newton's probably the best two I've seen play in college. Special K. Please ask Brad how his investment <laughs> portfolio performs after fees and taxes compared to simply investing long-term in a boring ETF that tracks the market. Now my eyes are rolling. Yeah, well, so I, I have two different buckets here. So I got I have a I have a portfolio that is for that Pacific, you know, very boring long-term ETFs. You got mutual fund. You got all kinds of crap in it. You got annuities in it. You got everything. And that one I do not even look at. Like I just I have four meetings a year on it. And hey, where we need to allocate? Okay, this will be made. Whatever. And then I have another fund that is very small, but I do my own trading and I try to absolutely crush the market with it, make you know, hundreds of percent if I can. 
Um, but I'm also fine with that going to zero. So, um, yeah, yeah, I never trade on my own money that I, that I need to live on. So yeah, that's, that's typically how that goes. Going to jump right back to this mailbag edition of Talk of Champions with Bradley Sow, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight-year NFL vet, after I tell you briefly about Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford and Cheney's Pharmacy, two more proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. A new year brings new beginnings, a fresh start. The slate has been wiped clean. And what better way to celebrate that than with a new car? Well, if you're in the market, there's only one place you should go, and that's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from new and used sales to parts and service. Alan Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is Alan Samuels aims to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Most everyone who's listened to this podcast should know by now I only vouch for sponsors I truly believe in, and I cannot say enough good things about Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. When you go, ask for Brian or Mason. They'll make sure to get you in the car that you want at a price point you can afford. And make sure to tell them that Talk of Champions sent you to take advantage of any one or more of the services Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford provides. You can contact them today at 662-234-8000, East University Avenue, 662-234-8000. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. Let's be friends. A new year is here. It's 2022, not to mention that spring is around the corner in Oxford, Mississippi. What comes with it? The return of Ole Miss football, Ole Miss baseball. It's a special time of year in Oxford. You want to be there, right? You want to be in Swayze Field. You want to be back in Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Well, the only way you can do that is if you're healthy, that you have a pharmacy you can trust. Well, there's only one pharmacy in Oxford, Mississippi that can do just that. Cheney's Pharmacy a locally owned pharmacy that's been in Oxford for over 40 years, as red and blue as the rebels themselves. Cheney's Pharmacy offers prescription synchronization, immunizations, compounding, a two-lane drive-through and available hours that ensure your needs are met on your own time. Cheney's also accepts all third-party insurance. Cheney's Pharmacy provides the best customer service out there, hands down, it's not close. So give Cheney's a call, 662-234-7221 or go visit them at 501 Bramlett Boulevard. That's right off of University Avenue. They're open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sundays. You can visit them online at cheneyspharmacy.com. Make sure your pharmacy is one you can trust. Cheney's Pharmacy, much more than just a pharmacy. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network.
Dr. Uh, Sam Loomis, who was the greatest WWE star, here we go, to never win the WWE title, and why is it the model Rick Martel? I'll tell you who it is. Bam Bam Bigelow. How about Ted so, DiBiase? If you were to go down to Gold's Gym and grab two guys that were on the, the squat rack and they were super yoked, and you told them to fake fight in Gold's Gym, you mean to tell me you would enjoy watching that? There is an art to it. They wouldn't be able to do it in the way that they gracefully do it in WWE. There's <laughs> a true art to wrestling. That's essentially what they do. Okay, like, if I said the best dancer, the best cheerleader at one of these high schools, all right, go dance in the Nutcracker. Go do ballet. They wouldn't be able to do it competently. It's the same thing with WWE and wrestling. Just because you got two souped-up dudes fighting each other, it, it, there's an art to this, man. Now, I don't watch wrestling anymore just because I got bored with it, but... Fair enough. But there's an art to it. You can <laughs> yeah, hate it all you like, want. There's an I don't art really like watching men in tights like just fight, like fake fight. On that. I don't know, whatever. Some people love it. You don't like anything. UM010, is Brandon Mack expected to contribute in 2022? I think so, yeah. They're really high on it. Just yeah, got to get healthy. Yeah, I think so too. I think there's um, he'll be part of, you know, uh, overall you got guys like that. You got the clowning kid. You got a bunch of. I think you have a bunch of depth now. We need a couple of these guys to kind of stand, step up and be like guys. But overall, just the grand scheme of the defense just seems like there's there's much more depth. Now we don't have a superstar, but it seems like there's a lot of guys, and that's I'd rather have that than just one or two superstars. Kiffin brings the D. How do you see the weekend shaking out as far as the rotation by conference play? I think Derek Dion will be on Friday all year. John Gaddis and Jack Washburn, they'll make up the weekend rotation come conference play. Do you agree with me that if at all possible, we should try to keep Jack Doherty as a mid to late game option? Yes. To bridge the gap between starters and Johnson? Yes. Brandon Johnson being the closer, if he's the closer? Yes. I think Jack Doherty is going to have that Will Etheridge role to where if a starter only goes like two innings, he's coming in and he can go three or four. And he can also sub in in the eighth, in the ninth. If Brandon Johnson doesn't have it, he can close games. You need that late game or just bullpen ace. I think Jack Doherty is the perfect candidate for it. Landshark54, Brad, are you still going to do a stock market 101 segment? Not financial advice, but more of a good practices on how to get started with research and that sort of thing. Maybe call it Brad's Hold the Line. Ben, are you now the official <laughs> plug for Girl Scout cookies? I am. And they come in on Tuesday. So tomorrow, today, as you're listening to this, Girl Scout Dude. cookies, if you ordered them, I'm delivering them to you on Wednesday or Thursday, including you, Brad. How, how many boxes did I order? I need $102 worth. I think it was 21, 2021. I need some Girl Scout cookies, baby. Let's do They're this. They're coming in on Wednesday. I will be in Oxford with your 20 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. All right, I'll get I'll go get some milk tomorrow. I can't wait. Are you still going to do a stock market 101 segment? Um, yeah, I gotta be careful because I'm not a financial advisor, but I do study the markets a lot, a lot, a lot. And everybody that knows me, that's kind of the I probably get that text message more than anything is, hey, where where what do you what do you like right now? I'm like, well, I give out I gave out a few bangers, um, you know, a few times and you know, people people pepper me with it now and I hate there's occasional person I give one to and it doesn't do so well. And I'm like, ah, you, know, you never know. You can't always be hundred percent right. So, um, but yeah, we can, we can do something like that. If people were, were to ask questions. Tyler Wilson, going back to Twitter at Tyler Wilson, 86, how big of a bullet did Ole Miss dodge with Auburn being too good to interview Kiffin after the 2020 season, a big, big bullet. 
Yeah, uh, I would not want to be where Auburn is right now, and we've been there before, and it's not fun. William Bain at William Bain 122. If you could bring one former Rebel back to play in their prime for Ole Miss today, who would it be? Oh, man. Um, that's really hard because you almost want to – Patrick wanna... Willis. Yeah, P-Willie would be sweet. So would so would a parade, Jerry, and so would – honestly, man, like – Parade would completely transform this team. Yeah, parade would make it pretty good. And I also, like – and this is very – you know, this so long ago, but like an Evan Ingram in this offense, he may catch 15 hundred yards. Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, but we can get by. I think like Tunsil, you, yeah, I think you get more production out of a skill player because our O-line, we got some guys coming back, you know, we can kind of get by. Whereas like a tight end would literally make this offense ridiculous. Like an Evan well, Ingram. Michael Trigg is here now. I know you're right. That's true. Yeah, we so if you got Michael Trigg, field. would you rather have Laramie Tunsil and Michael Trigg or Evan Ingram and whoever the left tackle is next year, be it Jeremy James, well, Nick let's Broker? Just, let's just go. Let's just bring Elijah Moore back or uh, AJ Brown. See, but we, I we, devalue wide receivers in a Lane Kiffin offense, so I wouldn't bring a wide receiver back because I think everyone would expect me to bring back AJ Brown. I tried to go that route, and then you kind of saw what happened this year when we got slim, and it, you kind of yeah, you kind of need a guy. That's a good point. Then A.J. Brown, D.K. can never yeah. stay healthy in college. Yeah, A.J. AJ Brown would, oh, my gosh, <laughs> yeah. 2,000 yards, 2,000 yards and so The varsity at Ole Miss graduate. Will we get to Omaha? I'm saying yes. I put my money, my name, my livelihood, everything on the line. Not really, but I put Please. my name on it last week, said they're going to Omaha. Yes. Okay. I want that sound bite. So, so whenever we are – whenever we play our third – Super regional game. I want to start that podcast, the next podcast, with that soundbite. It's fine. Yes, when money's on it, we're going to Omaha. It's and, fine. and if we do go to Omaha, it's going to look awesome. Okay, even if, if they lost that series or lost that many series in the season, it doesn't matter. Do you think this team is going to the postseason? Absolutely. Not hosting nothing. They're going. Okay, they're going to the postseason. I believe this team in the postseason, however they get there, doesn't matter. If they're a one seed, two seed, I don't care. If this team gets the postseason, it will. I think that team, as constructed, barring injuries, just like last year's team, not losing Gunner, they're going to Omaha. This team will go to Omaha. Yeah, I'll tell you this. We may have to win every game 15 to 14, but I think we're actually built to do that. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they have more pitching depth this year than last year. They don't have the same kind of top-end talent. They know we're close to Doug and Gunner, but they have more depth, more quality pitching options. Noah York Uh at NYORK76. What is Brad's favorite pitch on Shark Tank? Oh man, you know what? What I don't really care for food pitches, but I like when there's food pitches on there because I'll go online and check them, and if it's cool, I'll order the food. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. Like you had like the wicked cupcakes, you had all kinds of crazy stuff. And one of my favorite things I learned from from Shark Tank is called mush oatmeal, and now I order it like every month. What is that? It's like a overnight oat. For breakfast, it's good. They what does it, what it taste like? Now. That sounds terrible. It, oh my god, this oatmeal is good. That's called mush. Look it up. Now we need to contact mush. That that ad is brought to you by. Hopefully, no, yeah. I'm getting mush. up in the morning and looking forward to eating my mush today. <laughs> Seth at esh four zero zero six is Caden Costa still on the team? Yes. Was it confirmed that he pissed hot? Yes. Caleb Sailors at real Caleb Sailors. If you're an attorney. Which SEC coach would you be most terrified to represent in court? And why is the correct answer Jimbo Fisher? No, it's Kentucky's coach. 
is Kentucky. Mark Stoops? Yeah, dude. They say he's intense, man. So I know uh, – I, <laughs> I don't want to put anybody's name on here, but I know some people that know him, and they say he's like the most terrifying human ever. Like in person, he's like real intense and like real firm. I feel like it'd be Stoops. I've never met him before, but I know a couple of people that have said the same thing about him. Charles Elliott at Charles underscore Rooster. What should the cat be for the NIL? Um, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't know what they should do. I mean, but here's the thing. You, you open up name and likeness. Now you can't put a cap on someone's name and likeness. So it's just it's just crazy. Like, they, they're just – I don't know, man. I don't know. That, that, you know now you, you can't open it up for NIL and just say, hey, like, no. No, Johnny Menzel, you're worth – you could probably make $10 million in NIL, but I, I'm going to put your cap at like a million. Like, it just don't work like that. So – um, they should have never, they, they should have found a better structure for it or just openly, you know, created a, a fund or every school gave every school the, the right to, you know, give the players a little share of, of something, you know, but yeah, they, I don't know. I don't know how you roll that back in, but good luck to the ones that are trying. Jeff Brooks at Jeff bro, two, five, 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 seven, eight, four, three. Do you agree? that Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg will both be first-round draft picks. Oh, geez. I don't know. You just never know, man. Like, do they have the talent to do that? Yeah. But nobody knows those kids personally or understand, you know, what kind of drive, where, what kind of work they're going to put in, you know, to become that first-rounder. And, you know, a lot of times we always openly talk about, oh, this kid's going to this kid's going The NFL's a different ballgame, man. Like, they, it takes the elite of the elite – even the guys that are that are elite in college go there and they get eaten up. So there's just no guarantee, man. You just never know. Do they have the talent to do it? Yeah, there's a lot of guys out there that have the talent to do it. Now, whether or not they, they do it or not is is totally up to them, and, and it'll be fun to watch. But, yeah, I think that both these guys ha- are, are definitely in the in the um, you know, top percentage of, of talent-wise. Rico at Bubba AC 1234. If Mike missed the College World Series, is he on the hot seat? Yes. Michael Bullock at mbullock seventy seven. Predictions on the win total for 2022 football season. You said eight wins. I'll stick with you. Thoughts on whether Kiffin will utilize two tight end sets if both Wolf and Trigg are healthy. Yeah, I think I think you'll see another ad there too. Um, potentially, that's a spot where you know I think they want that room to to have more competition. I know you got Kelly, you got Wolf, who they don't know really what they got yet because he's been injured, and then Trigg. But I think ideally you'd want a, a fourth, um, you know, good tall you know, downfield type option. Casey Kelly was, got a scholarship. I know, and he he deserved one. But um, you know, I, I think he's um, he's certainly a good role player. But I think they're going to want another downfield type guy, like a trig type guy in there as well. I think they just want to strengthen that room. You want you want maybe another downfield guy. Then you got a guy like Kelly too, who's just going to be a consistent um, you know plug in. And last one from Michael Bullock. Baseball, you've mentioned, I guess this is me, that there will be more depth at pitching this year. Who are you looking to have a breakout season? Drew McDaniel. Yeah, that, I, dang, that's a name I didn't even thought about. Yeah, he will, will, will he not have a chance to get in the start rotation? Oh, for sure. I think he could be a lot like Jack Doherty, though, as far as role. His stuff is there. It's just channeling that stuff on a consistent basis. He's got the stuff. Sam Slocum, at Sam Slocum 12, have we discussed Bro McCoy, USC transfer wide receiver? Is that a possibility? They've had conversations with him. It is a possibility. I don't think it's likely. John Mark Roberts, this one is for Brad at Ole Miss 902. This one is for Brad. What brand of golf simulator do you use, and what are the pros and cons? Um, I have the TrackMan 4, and the pros are it's extremely 
accurate. I mean, everybody that knows golf simulators and other track man is, is probably the most accurate. Um, the cons are it's decently expensive. And not only that, you have to pay a yearly subscription. And I didn't know this once I installed it, but I have to renew my subscription every year. It's like a thousand dollars, um, a year. So, but which, I mean, it's okay, but the fact that it costs so much and you have to continuously pay a thousand dollars a year, um, I mean, how long am I going to have this thing? I mean, if I have it 10 years, I'm going to pay another 10 grand for it. So it's just like, um, yeah, it's, it's a decently expensive deal, but yeah, it's good. It's a, it's a solid, solid, um, you know, setup, and it's very accurate and you can take it out to the range too, which is really cool. Spirit Dave, Ben, what makes Ben, who makes your sweet pod edits intro and mailbag? I do a lot of them. Will East, if it's good, it came from Will East, my buddy at super talk. We went to college together, worked at rebel radio on campus together. He does the best ones. He's the most talented one at doing that kind of stuff. I've never seen anybody do it better. Brad, what's is up? It Will, is, hold on, is it Will East or Will Eats? Will East? Will the Thrill East? Gotcha. Gotcha. Did I say Eats? I thought you said Eats. Yeah, I might have. Might I was have. like, that's a, that's a cool name. Will Eats. And the we second have. question from Spirit Dave is, Brad, what's up, dude? Yeah, what's up, man? Just, just softballing. <laughs> ah, Reb... DB04, how do you feel about our linebacker situation? Will we add another one in the portal? Um, very high on the the Willis kid, the one that they just recruited. I know they, they think he's an immediate impact guy. And then obviously you got the um as the Troy Brown, I think's his name, tackling machine. So then we got some got some guys there. Um, you know, that that could be another position to add. Like I said, I think they feel good about their who maybe their their initial starters. I think they're going to look at the spring and say, hey, you know, they're going to be very picky at these last five spots um, and try to see what, um, you know, what, what they can add to that. You know, I don't think they're in the position where they just want to take anybody right now. I think they want to see exactly what they need and go out and, and find a guy or two. PMAG underscore five. Two questions. Brad, who is the most underrated teammate you've ever had? Oh, underrated teammate. All right. Lyle Sinline played at Texas. Um, he was one of the, one of the last breeds of old school linemen. Um, he always, one, one thing he always told me was never let anybody have a rep. Um, cause they'll steal your job. He was making about, you know, eight, 10 million bucks a year. He's an undrafted guy making eight, eight to 10 million bucks a year. And he always played and practiced like, like, like he was a, a, a walk on, so to speak. And then he was always terrified. He always thought he was going to get fired. And I thought that was a cool mindset to have. And he was the toughest dude ever. When he, when I meant like, when he meant don't let anybody have your rep, like he, we were playing a game versus the Falcons one time and he got his throat. I'm talking like just absolutely, I mean, he's just coughing up blood. He should not have came out of the game, but literally, I mean, yeah, he should have came out of the game, but literally stayed in the game. Couldn't even talk, couldn't make the calls, but still was able to line us all up. And dude was like, when you played O-line with him, he, when you got to the line, he told everybody on the line what to do immediately. I mean, he was he was awesome. Probably the most underrated teammate I've, I've ever played with, or underrated dude, period. Second question, what player are y'all most excited to watch play next football season? Um, You know, I think I, I really want to see Evans. Um, I think that's going to be cool to see. You know, just watching a few highlights from where he's from, I like the way he runs his own. I think I think that's going to be a, a really good player for us. I think – I think he hits it the way you're supposed to. And, um, you know, I think I, I'm excited to see him. And obviously, you know, whoever's at quarterback, I'm excited to see their um, their development. I'm going to go Jared Ivey. I'm intrigued. CPCO 720, what is going on at AU? A mess. An absolute disaster. 
Will there be a co-offensive coordinator pair with Charlie Weiss Jr.? If so, who? I think it's John David Baker eventually. But why hasn't it happened? Yeah. It is John David Baker. He is the co-OC. What positions? You heard it there. Breaking news. Bradley Sal reporting on Talk of Champions. John David Baker is the co-OC with Charlie Weiss Jr. Saying it's done. Third question. What positions are we still looking to fill from the portal? One is a nose tackle. Another wide receiver. Maybe another running back. And ideally, they'll get another offensive lineman. Yeah, I, I think uh, O line could be a be a potential there. But there's a guy on the O line that that everybody needs to look out for. And who? I, I'm telling you, he is. They think he's going to be like the next big thing. Who? Jaden Wood. Oh, Jaden Wood. Um, it, it, the the comments I've heard is it's going to be hard to keep the kid off the field. So much so he could end up being the starting left tackle. So, um, Jaden Williams, you say? Jaden Williams, dude. They they say they listen. They said last year he was hurt for a lot of the year, shoulder, whatever. But even after shoulder not having much ball came out there and was like in the two deep right away. He was that good. And, um, you know, it, ideally you would never want James to get out of the um, guard. But, dude, if you could have a James and Broker at guard with this kid at tackle, if he's as good as they say he is, um, that could be like a big development for us. Mississippi Blue, is former four-star offensive tackle Darius Thomas still around the team? I don't think he is. Is he? I don't know. I don't I'll think have to he look. is. I'm pretty sure he's not. All right, Mississippi, when will we ever get a Game of Thrones recap from you on the finale? Never! And which will be better, the Game of Thrones prequel or the Lord of the Rings prequel on Prime next fall? The Lord of the Rings prequel, because the Game of Thrones finale was an absolute disaster. I have nothing left to say. Nothing left to say. Hey, I haven't watched it once. I haven't gone back and nothing. I loved Game of Thrones, but nothing has disappointed me more in television. My television watching history than Game of Thrones. I'm done with it. What? The Game of Thrones. So we did, I will say this, I did actually try to watch that one time. And I was watching with my wife, and we lasted about 15 minutes. If anybody's watched the first episode, immediately, she was like, we're turning this off. All right, I understand. I understand. That's disappointing. Whoever's watched the first episode of Game of Thrones, they know why the TV was immediately turned off. I've watched the first episode of Game of Thrones many, many times and quite love it. It's based on a book series that is great. That'll never get finished by George R.R. R. Martin. Of course. Yeah, you know me. Rebel Nuts at Rebel Nuts. We're back at Twitter to finish this thing out. If we had an opportunity to land only one more four-star transfer, what position are you choosing to upgrade and why? Um, I would just go, I would go O-line, man. I, I just, for whatever reason, after watching that, <laughs> that Sugar Bowl, I just never want to be shorthanded on the O-line. And I think you, you have a, an asset, you know, you have two really good quarterbacks and you're obviously trying to recruit Arch. The last thing you want to do is to ever put anything like that on tape again. So to me, man, uh, I would be, I would honestly have been, been very, very, you know, I don't know, shocked or stunned after that, that Sugar Bowl. I'd be recruiting o lineman like you've never seen I would make sure I always had a good two deep. So that's just a position, man. You never want to get short at. And you've seen what happens when you do get short at it. You get you get a quarterback on the stretcher and, you know, another one running for his life. Let's go back to the Ole Miss Spirit message board. I know we didn't get to every single question. If we missed yours, I'm sorry. We'll get to it later in the week, maybe first of next week. There'll be another mailbag opportunity next Monday. But let's go back to the Ole Miss Spirit. we got time for probably two more. GT Reb, would the end of the world happen if we didn't land Arch? I couldn't let this podcast go without asking that question. It's too uh, no, good. No. All right. Yeah, I'll give my arch, my arch stance. Now, listen, I said this on the board. I want Arch Man to be an Ole Miss Rebel. 
I think just about 99.9% of Ole Miss fans want that. But he can't get caught into this end-of-the-world thing. Like, the kid's going to make go wherever he wants to go, which I think is going to be Texas, just off what I've heard. But, you know, there's a long way to go in recruiting. You know, we're obviously going to give it our best shot. But if we do not get Arch, there will be other players. And there will be other players that are very, very good that we'll have a chance to get, especially with the way the portal is now. You look at a roster like Georgia, you look at a roster like Texas, these five stars just ain't going to go sit on the bench at these schools. And they're going to come available every year. Now they can leave so easy. It's not like it used to be where if you miss on a kid, it's like, man, I don't know where I'm going to get my good quarterback. I'll go check the next class. No, dude, you're going to be choosing from from other five stars going to be looking for a school to go play at. Not to mention we got Dart, you know, as soon as his time's up, you know, we should be getting the next guy in, in the pipe ready to go. So, yeah, do we want him? Yes. If we do not get him, uh, please, please do not act a fool and go the, the end of the world route because there is a good chance. There, there's a, I almost say there's a 99% chance Lane Kiffin will have a highly rated quarterback that you will be able to win, you know, just as many games with. So that's my take on it. And um, I hope everybody else can be pretty level-headed on this as well. Ursus Leiter, who do you all think is a candidate in the 2023 class for an early commitment? I'll say Aiden Williams. Ole Miss Rebels fan, Ben, can you give an update on who they expect to contribute this coming season from last year's recruiting class, not counting the transfers who played this past season? Seems like we had a lot of red shirts from that class and wondering who is expected to contribute next season from it. Braylon Brown, maybe J.J. Henry, Jalen Knox for sure. Who else, Richard? Tywon Malone. He's yeah. hitting bombs right now. Have you seen that? Yeah, I saw that video. It was pretty sweet. He, he actually looked like Frank Thomas running around first base. It was cool. Who else? Who else? Who else? Um, Trey Washington played a lot. Ty Sheen played a lot. Markevious Brown. Yeah, those are all. Those are all. You know, obvious cannons. Hudson Wolf. I think you can throw in there. Um, you know, the Jaden Williams kid I was talking about. Um, I think, uh, which I was shocked to hear that as well. But they apparently he's like the real deal. So, um, yeah, I mean, there 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 will be there be a couple guys there, but you pretty much hit on all of them. There are so many good questions that we're missing. I feel bad. I'm sorry. We'll come back and answer. You'd say to yourself, it's a podcast, but there isn't a time constraint. And I would agree with you, but Brad does this out of the kindness of his heart. And it's nine <laughs> o'clock as we're wrapping up. Me. It's true. Don't, don't put this on me, man. It's I, true. I, he said, I got a window. It's like 730. I got a window to record. I don't want to keep you for another hour. We could answer all these questions in another hour, but you don't have another hour. It's all Brad's <laughs> fault. Blame him. It's his fault. Not me. We'll do it. We'll I do would it. We'll gladly. Podcast this week. We're I would bored. gladly answer all of your questions. I'm a man of the people. Brad is just, he's too big time for us, guys. He's too big. <laughs> this has been crap. Talk of Champions, a mailbag edition of Talk of Champions. Another mailbag Monday. Next Monday, might get to the rest of your questions at the end of the week. We'll also have uh, interviews with Kentro Bullock, hopefully. And who else was I going to talk to? DeAndre Prince, maybe? I think so. We'll have that on Thursday. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review, talk of champions in iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. doesn't matter what you say. As long as it's five stars, this podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast. Just simply search Talk of Champions. And I write for the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and a fit of on3.com. See you later this week, buddy. See you, Ben. Howdy, toddy. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.